So we can imagine what the disciples are feeling in this moment. As Scott has said, that Jesus has told them that he is leaving them, that they will look for him, but that where he is going they cannot come. The disciples sense the gravity of the moment. This is really serious. Perhaps they feel abandoned, maybe unworthy of Jesus' continuing care. Almost certainly they feel lost and bewildered. They have followed Jesus closely for three years by this time. It must have been difficult to imagine life without him. In these verses, Jesus is offering the disciples reassurance. And as we read these verses, we can also be reassured. Jesus asks asks the disciples and us to trust God and to trust him. His words are reminiscent of the promise of Psalm 37, verse 5, which says, Depend on the Lord, trust him, and he will take care of you. Our Father is both willing and able to care for us. We should trust that he will. Jesus also reminds the disciples that their long-term future is secure. In mentioning that he will prepare a place for them in his Father's house, he is affirming the promise of eternal life. This promise extends to modern-day believers like us. In verse 6, Jesus tells the disciples and us that he is the way, the truth and the life and that no one comes to the Father except through him. As the way, Jesus is our path to the Father. As the truth, he is the reality of God's promises. As the life, he joins his divine life to ours, both now and eternally. We can trust Jesus to remain faithful to his promises. It's easy to trust when all is going well, but in the midst of life's challenges, when we are lost, confused, bewildered or fearful, how many of us begin to wonder if God is with us? How many here this evening have ever felt the Father must be a long way away during difficult times? When prayers go unanswered or are met with silence, we may find ourselves asking, Father, where are you? Can you hear me? In those silences, our trust is eroded And so often we try to deal with the problem ourselves. Personally, I can relate to the disciples' bewilderment. Throughout my recent hospital experience, I was overwhelmed by fear. I've never been seriously ill before and certainly hadn't ever had major surgery. But I try to look after myself. How can this be? I wondered. The surgery has been life-changing and during that time I was terrified of what the future would hold. It wasn't so much a feeling that God was far away. I'm ashamed to say I didn't even think to look for him. I simply couldn't see past my fear to notice his constant presence alongside me, let alone trust him to calm my fears or look after me. Instead, Jesus reached out to me through others. I was receiving visitors as well as messages of love, encouragement and prayer from my amazing St Andrew's family and was cared for by no less than five Christian nurses who also encouraged me in my faith. During prayer, I was given an image of a lamp 
similar to those on old stagecoaches. In my mind's eye, I took a fierce hold on that lamb. He was my Lord and Saviour, offering me a lifeline, a light to guide me through one of life's dark nights. Of course I was going to trust him. And like the way it did, for which I am ever so grateful, I've loosened my hold on the lamp somewhat now as my fear has eased, but I've had a setback in my recovery with disease processes still evident in recent tests. I'm so glad to have that lamp close by. The brighter the lamp, the further my fear recedes. In spite of the setback, I'm encouraged to persevere on the course set before me, confident that Jesus is looking after me. As we come to Good Friday once again, it is worth remembering why Jesus walked among us in the first place. In John chapter 3, verses 16 and 17, Jesus says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. And in Peter's first letter, chapter 3, verse 18, For Christ died for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, to bring you to God. God sent his much-loved son, Jesus Christ, to die on a cross for us. And Jesus willingly gave his life as a ransom for you, for me, for all of us. These acts of love and grace are so great as to be beyond our comprehension. Why wouldn't we trust Jesus? <laughs>